A Young Lady's Home Journal Several years after I was ordained a priest, I was asked by Cardinal Joseph Bernadine to become the director of seminarians for the Chicago Archdiocese. His invitation left me both flattered and frightened. I had only been ordained for four years, and now I was being offered a great responsibility to minister to and advise those who are being called to live lives of priestly service. Cardinal Bernadine was someone I deeply admired and trusted implicitly, so I accepted the position. I went on to serve in this capacity for 11 years. During my tenure, I completed a master's degree in applied spirituality from the University of San Francisco. One of my courses at USF introduced me to the intensive journaling method of personal development pioneered by psychotherapist Ira Progoff. The purpose of the journaling was to encourage us to reflect on our experiences and to identify the key decision points that influenced our lives forever. Progoff said that all of us are on a similar journey, propelled ever forward by these key decision points. Examples may include things like this, choosing a high school or a college, a career path, a spouse, or a place to live. Anna faced a key decision point when she decided to come to Mercy Home. It was through God's grace that she was in a position to make that choice, but it was the exercise of journaling that brought it about. It was her freshman year at her Catholic high school. Anna and her classmates were asked to write something about their home lives. Anna's journal stood out as it described a horrendous experience since she immigrated to America a little more than a year before. She had lived with her father, a violent alcoholic who was often without work, before moving into a small apartment with her grandparents, who seemed uninterested in raising a teenager. Thankfully, her teacher took what Anna had written seriously and shared her story with a counselor at the school who referred Anna to Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. This is what Anna's school journal revealed about her life's journey. Anna was born in Poland, 13 years earlier to a mother who loved her and cared for her. Anna's parents separated just before she was born. Her father moved to the United States and had settled in Chicago. It was a natural destination for generations of his countrymen who sought opportunity in this foreign land. Anna described her childhood in her native land as a happy one. Though Anna was clearly bright and possessed a great intellectual curiosity, her mother felt that her daughter would have limited opportunities in Poland. Because Anna's mother decided that her daughter would have a chance for a better education and a brighter future in the United States, she made the difficult decision to send her daughter to Chicago to live with her father. At the age of 12, Anna and her grandparents said goodbye to home and family to embark on their new lives in America. In her journal, Anna describes meeting her dad for the first time at the airport. He was clearly intoxicated, ornery and emotionally volatile. It was just the beginning of the darkest year and a half of her young life. Anna's new home was a living hell. Anna's father was physically and verbally abusive to his young wife and to Anna's grandparents. 
She described one horrific experience when her father flew into a rage after tripping over a pair of his wife's shoes and then proceeded to beat her with them right in front of the terrified child. Most of the children at Mercy Home for Boys and Girls have experienced trauma. Anna had more than her share. Before long, Anna could no longer tolerate the chaos in the household and moved into a small apartment with her grandparents. Soon, however, the grandparents divorced and the grandfather moved back to Poland. Anna's grandmother had neither the time, energy, or interest in raising a teenage granddaughter by herself. And so the day after her 14th birthday, Anna decided to enter yet another new home, Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Anna's emotional wounds and self-doubt masked a tremendous inner strength, intelligence, and determination. Our caring co-workers helped her uncover her gifts and rebuild her confidence. Our therapeutic team worked hand-in-glove with Anna's teachers to help her succeed academically. The wounds of her past began to heal, and Anna began to flourish. The bright future that her mother had envisioned when she sent her off to America was finally coming into view. Anna stood out as a bright, creative, appreciative, and hardworking young woman, both in school and at Mercy Home. She became a leader within our girls' home. She excelled in academics and in extracurricular activities at her school, particularly on the basketball team. Through our ongoing educational support and planning, she was able to attend college on an academic scholarship that our generous donors made possible. Anna continued to live with us throughout college. Following graduation, she left us to begin writing the next chapter of her life. She remained connected to her Mercy Home family through our aftercare program. She went on to become a United States citizen and to serve her adopted country in the military. She views military service as a way to pay back all those who have helped her overcome challenges and to achieve so much in her adopted homeland. The decisions that Anna and her family faced were pivotal in the success that she achieved. It was a rocky road at times, but thanks to good friends like you, she was finally able to find her true home, Mercy Home, for boys and girls. She was able to live in a supportive environment that enabled her to realize her potential and to achieve the dreams that she and her mother shared. Anna is now a strong and confident woman, a proud soldier, and a contributing member of society. Isn't that the kind of success and happiness that we all wish for our children?